Hey guys, Ben back here for Next Level Radio, uh, bringing you another guest spotlight for our radio program, and I am pleased as punch to be here today with Mr. Craig Shoemaker. Thanks uh, for getting my name right, by the way. Most people do the Schumacher, Schumacher thing. Put yeah. a little umlaut, like I'm off the boat from Bavaria. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough of your stand-up, though. So, oh, I mean, right. I've, I, I am a fan. Oh, right. I've, I've followed you for quite a while now. And, I've uh, been at it for quite a while. You have been at it for quite a while. Since uh, Ava Tamini's backyard and outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> That was my first debut. Really? In a backyard? In a backyard. They passed a hat around. I made some big money that, that So night. you just made tips off of that? Then. Yeah, I drank it all that night, but that's, oh, well. <laughs> that was a keg party. You know, what are you gonna <laughs> There's do? nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, I was, I've been doing it since junior year of high school. Oh, good. Okay. And wow. I started at a place called Stars on 2nd and Bainbridge. Stephen Starr. He, oh, okay. He had a place called Starr. So before he got into the restaurant business. Yes, he, he had, had a great place. Club. And uh, it was all these amazing uh, performers, Pat Benatar and Richard wow. Belzer. and. I got to open for all these people, and I had no idea he had a place before he, he got into the. Not only that, it was a really great joint, and and all the people from all over the country would play play there. I, I opened for Leather Tuscadero from Happy Days. Wow. <laughs> she that was is, popular that back then. going back a ways. Yeah, Pinky Tuscadero. Uh, yeah, it was a Pinky Tuscadero. I I I forget her real name, but. Uh, yeah, the, the Esther Satterfield so. and uh, all the, you know, back then, they had great uh, musicians and comedians would work there. Uh, Meyer and Young started there, and uh, Richard Belzer, and Rich Hall, Joe Bolster, Bob Saget. Really? Bob okay. Saget and I shared a stage, my first time ever on a real stage with, with Saget, and he did things with a guitar. He would, while my guitar gently weeps, and his guitar, he had a rig where it would start crying, and all this <laughs> water was all over the ground. Was and, he still uh, as dirty back then? Yeah, he was filthy. Really? Yeah, okay. he did a thing. I come a lot. I come a lot. <laughs> it's just, oh, he, that's how he started. He was actually my meat deli guy at the Pantry Pride, though. That's where I originally met him before okay. Temple University, where we yeah. both went. How um, how long ago was it that Star had had closed? Uh, I think that was around eighty-one, something like okay, that. Okay, so it's been it's been a while. Yeah, oh, you know, so. it's been a while. I don't know when if that's when it closed. But that's about the heyday of Stars was uh, back in around 80, 80 81. And, okay. And I was going to Temple University. And uh, well, you're from Philly. You're from I'm right from here. Philly. I grew up in Mount Airy, then Springfield, Montgomery County. Because you went to Springfield High. We're Montco, not Delco, not as Delco. they say in Philly, Delco. Yeah. <laughs> I say Delco. I say Delco because I'm from Delco. Oh, you so. Delco? Oh, yeah. We're the we're like the little guy there. Yeah. The little Montgomery County. But the, yeah, I grew up out there, and I still see my old buddies who are the who are fodder for my act. Yeah. Always will be all my old buddies. <laughs> well, you get your you get your material from somewhere. So. Well, it's kind of funny when they come see me and locally. I, I'll see them in the audience, and it makes a whole new story. Like I see Mike Pitko, and I think, oh, I remember Mike Pitko because he had mono once. Remember mono? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Remember mono and the kids were always absent for like months. You go, I want this mono. Yeah, I don't Get want to take school this for test. I want mono. So <laughs> I didn't have mono, but he did. But he had all these hot girls in his English class. So what happened was he was out. I knew that he was out. So during my lunchtime, I took my lunch tray and went in to the class who had a substitute. Her name was Mrs. Falaccioni. She was replacing Mr. Marushak. These are these are names only in Philadelphia. So I'm sitting there and I'm eating and my lunch and I'm throwing food and she goes, "What are you doing?" I said, "Ah, relax, turn around." And I'm like heckling her and she goes, "What's your name?" I said, "Mike Pitko." She goes, "You have a detention." I go, "Give me three more. I cannot learn my lesson." He came back from having mono and he was suspended. And he had to he got suspended from the moment he came. And by the way, he's a cop now. Wow. In so, Philadelphia, in Springfield Township. Oh, wow. So whenever I'm in Springfield, I drive real slow. Yeah. I don't, Oh, he's, he's gonna look for his... Sorry what I did back when you had mono. <laughs>
So you attended, you said Temple University, yeah. then you transferred to California University of Pennsylvania. Oh, you know that place, yes. Yeah. Well, I had a 210 on the SATs, that's the only chance. <laughs> yeah, yes, I went to it. It's, uh, it's actually a really cool school out in uh, western Pennsylvania. It's very different than Philadelphia, though. It was culture shock for me. It was in the middle of the mountains, and yeah. they used, instead of rubber bands, it's gum bands, and it's pop instead of soda. It's more the Pittsburgh kind yeah, of... Yeah, they're very Pittsburgh, yeah, they're, yeah. Pittsburghese. But they, they gave you the honorary doctorate back in 2012, yes, they which was did. Really cool. Yeah, they gave me a little Dr. Shoemaker, which was really weird. Like, I didn't know what to do with it, you know. I said to my son, I go, boy, I don't know what I'm doing with this doctorate. And all of a sudden, we're on the plane ride back from Pittsburgh mm -hmm. to L.A., and they, they said, uh, we have an emergency, is there a doctor on board? And I came with a, about a centimeter <laughs> pressing that button. <laughs> I'm a doctor, my son's going, Dad, stop it! <laughs> You're going to help them with your humanities? <laughs> so, is that what kind of doctorate? Is it yeah, and, I, and I, I've been doing a lot of study with uh, the healing powers of laughter. We're actually and I, doing a documentary. And I did want to talk to you about that, just yeah. because I'm a huge advocate of... Uh, it's one of the two things I know you and I kind of have in common. Is One is we both share the same birth month. You're the November, you're November 15th, what are you? the 16th. Wow! So the next day. Scorpio. Different years, obviously, but... You know what they say about Scorpio? I, I know a couple different things. We're supposed to be very sexual. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard stubborn. Does it go for, like, all Scorpios? Like some Amish guy? Oh, I did her in the back of the buggy. Oh, I couldn't get enough of that there. She took that bonnet off. <laughs> really? Isn't it generalizing we're all sexual? Although that is one I'll take. I would gladly take I'll that accept one that one, yeah. I accept the stubbornness every once in a while, too. I know I used to be really stubborn when I was younger, but it's, uh... So, but the other thing that we have in common is we both feel that laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the things that once I found out about the laughter helps yeah. movement. Yeah. At, like, I really started to follow it just because I wanted to... First off, I would love to be a part of it in any way that I can. Great. Just because... You already are by announcing it. We need money for our documentary. Hello! <laughs> Hello, rich well, we'll, people, we'll rich people. We'll I know you link. donate to all your causes, to those big farm companies that keep us ill and have side effects. There are no bad side effects to laughter. So get your checkbook out and help us out because we're going to spread the... We're going to spread the awareness of the healing powers of laughter, and that's what we want to do, because I've seen it work personally after over 30 years of comedy. I get to see how people transform, and the whole energy shifts and consciousness shifts. Just that alone yeah. is a wonderful way to live, let alone what it does to your your body with your, your circulatory system and your blood work and well, everything changed, your stress level goes down. Yeah, it raises endorphins exactly. and it doesn't matter what kind of mood that you're in, mm -hmm. you, you lighten up. Yeah. Even if it's just the slightest little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm always that way with my friends that like, I'll, even if I'm making myself the butt of the joke, yeah. I'll, I'll go for it yeah. to get that joke, to get the laugh, especially if I know somebody's feeling down at the time because it makes them feel better. It's, it's one thing that I, I really, I'm most proud of that in my career. It's not, I used to do things for selfish purposes, but now I realize that we're really being, comics are really being of service to others. We, you know, we all get started in the business where we want to get laid and get some attention and work <laughs> 10 minutes a night. But now, but now it's all kind of purposeful laughter where some things happened in my life where, as a matter of fact, another Philly guy, Michael Goldberg, he wrote Cool Runnings, Little Giants. He mm -hmm. directed my first film, The Love Master. Okay. And he, he and I bonded big time through laughter and healing. As a matter of fact, his child was born from him loosening up and becoming the Love Master. They, they couldn't conceive, and they did while we were filming the movie. They conceived okay. Caleb 17 years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So laughter's really worked for him, but unfortunately he got brain cancer. Okay. And they gave him uh, three months to live, but guess what? That was 14 years ago, and he's still That's amazing. Him. And he just came to my comedy show, and we shot the end of the movie. It was him standing up to a standing ovation. The guy's having a rough time, but you know what? 
Laughter gives you a will to live, and we need we need more of it. And I would like to change the paradigm and have people have a better understanding mm -hmm. of the pharmacy that exists within us. It's right there. It's easily accessible. You just laugh. I mean, I mean, no matter how bad things get. As a matter of fact, tonight I'm here visiting Philadelphia, working here. Mm -hmm. I'm getting together with my old buddies. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to laugh your ass off. Laugh our ass, and our friend just died. Our, okay. Another friend of ours just died, and we are going to celebrate. You're going to remember him. We're going to remember him by talking about him being drunk on the roof of a car, <laughs> him vomiting in a, on a ship that we were on. I mean, this is what we're going to, these are the stories we're going to tell, and that honors him much more than, oh, you know, yeah, of course we miss him, but this is how we will celebrate his life. It's, it, it, you know, like, put fun in the word funeral, yeah. fun. Well, that was one right. of the things I've always told people, too, is if for some reason something happens to me and, and I go before I'm supposed to mm -hmm. or anything like that, it's, I don't want, I don't want to wake. I want to roast. Right. I want people to come up to a podium exactly. and just share stories. Can and I be the MC? Make fun. Absolutely. I'll open up with some bald jokes. <laughs> Go for it. It's, this is intentional baldness, though. So. Okay, no. Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> it's intentional here, not so much here. I got it's you. I got you. You went with a full commitment. I like that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I, I beat nature to the punch, is what I usually like to say. <laughs> exactly. So, But I, I love the, the, the laughter heals movement, or laughter helps movement. Laughter heals. And, you had to write the first time. Oh, I did have it, 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 okay. it's a It's a healing powers of like a lot of people will debate you on it. Of course, doctors don't want to hear that because they want to write you a script because mm -hmm. they're you know paid to do that. Yeah. They don't want to know that this different uh, modality can actually take over the world. Is is I guarantee you're going to have a lot less doctor visits if you laugh. Here's another statistic for you that you can you don't have to look this one up. Look how long being around laughter. Look how long the people last who are comedians. Milton Berle. Uh, George Burns, Jack Betty, Don Rickles. Uh, well, Rickles, Newhart, and uh, uh, Joan Rivers are all still around telling jokes. Yeah. Let alone being around it. Red Buttons, they all died in their 90s. Sid Caesar just went at 91. Phyllis Diller just died. Yeah. Last a long time. You know what? Your life is enriched if you're around that happiness. Uh, Bob Hope was 100 or you know something, 98 or something like I mean, really, they, they live a long time. So just being in that energy space. So I never get sick, by the way. It's been years since I've been sick. I'm sure the laughter helps with that. I ignore the news. I ignore bad stuff. I just don't gravitate towards it because it takes you down, you know? Yeah. Why not lift, literally uplift us? It would be a wonderful way to live. I don't get it why we don't. So that's what we're doing the movie about, the documentary. How's the documentary coming along, too? Well, I know. Well, it's... it really just came to fruition finally after all these years. I got mm -hmm. the team together Oscar winners, Oscar nominees, Emmys, and we have the entire team together except. The financing, which is minutes away, I hope. After being on your show, I'm sure with the billionaires that check. <laughs> well, well, at least the, we're a couple millionaires, hopefully. That's right. So we'll right get checky poop so, to us. Yeah, so. laughterheels.org, craigshoemaker.com. You get in touch with us. And we're absolutely going to post it on our website too, because we want to send people there, and we want to get awesome. people. You know, we want to get the word out about the laughter heels. Let's change the, change the world one laugh at a time. So, um, but I mean, like as I said before, I'm a fan of stand up. I've been a st fan of stand up for a long time. Uh, I've watched your Datitude yeah. stand up yeah, special cool. right three or four times. Oh, actually, thanks, man. I actually I wish just, I got paid every time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched it on Hulu. Oh, so, great. Yeah, I, I got paid nothing. Well, <laughs> Thank you. You don't make anything off of that, even no, though it's Because I pay Hulu, so I would assume they would pay Oh, Hulu. those bastards. I don't know who the hell's paying me. I, I, know, I know that the, the special definitely made a difference in my career mm -hmm. because. They gave me 90 minutes, which they don't do very yeah. often. Showtime doesn't do that, and they, that was really neat. And it kind of it kind of shifted the dynamic for me career-wise. But ironically, though, at the pinnacle, at the top of my career, I'm retiring. 
And that was, yeah, and it's kind of bittersweet for me to be here with you right now because of that. Because knowing that after this tour, it's the Love Master farewell tour. Yes. And yes. You're probably, you're, you're giving this all I'm up. I'm hanging up the comedy cleats, yeah. Now, is that for good or is that a... A, a share thing. Yeah, <laughs> is that is. like a He's little... He's got a new wig. <laughs> it's like Kiss going on their farewell tour like well, 14 times and... I can tell you this. I had a moment. I was walking to a gig in San Diego on New Year's Eve, and you always get reflective on New Year's Eve and what's my, what are my resolutions. And there were all these signs that said, including that I was about, my wife was about to give birth to our last child uh, a few weeks daughter, ago, a daughter, daughter, finally a, a girl. After the three boys, oh, three boys, <laughs> finally a girl. <laughs> Took the candle off that cake, and here we go. And uh, all these signs, and then there was one more on my way there, and I just went, "That's it." I'm going to announce it tonight. And once I did, it was kind of like took a lot of the power and the fear away of, I'll be okay. And guess what happened immediately? Like right now, we're at Nancy Glass Productions yeah. doing this. And Nancy's my old friend. And now we're teaming up on so many different projects. And all these projects are coming to, together. It's just amazing to me what the universe answered back. All from me announcing, I'm just going to get off the road and be there more for my family. Yeah, you're still keeping busy. You're not retiring from exactly. just from on the road. Exactly. Can get you for like a minute. One minute. Yeah, go for it. Get now see how there. see how see how things are going. I'm so busy. I have to actually leave the interview for one <laughs> second. So we're going to be right back after I go to do a quick shot of a pilot we're doing, and you're the first to hear about it. It's called Straight Eye for the Whipped Guy. We're going to masculate America. <laughs> Be right back. Sure. Right. I'm not going to take up too much time. Oh, no problem. You're not taking up my time. I'm so I apologize that things got really nuts here in Philadelphia. When I come home, it's great. I did a Lee's Hoagie. Did you? Well, and I'm, open up, and I'm open up Tony Luke's though. That was the other thing I was going to talk to you about. In LA, was, baby. You're taking Tony Luke's out to the West Coast. Southern California. I got bought all the rights to Southern California. Really? So Tony Luke's is going to open up all over. We're going to, you know, they're all asking me, how are you going to get the rolls out here? I'll tell you how. Flash freeze, and it's not rolls, it's bread. <laughs> this I found out from owning Tony Luke's now. So is Tony is Tony Luke's am Amoroso rolls? No, or? no, they make their own. They make their own. It's, okay. it's bread, not rolls. It's bread. fresh, That's and right. it's flash frozen, and then you you chop off the end, whatever. They have a whole system, and I'm starting to learn it now. But uh, yeah, we're opening up a whole number of them out there. That's awesome. And a lot of celebrities are investing. Some of them Philly transplants, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of Philadelphians out in L.A. Well, I mean, it, it's it's good that you're taking that out there just because you're giving the West Coast a taste of, obviously, the East Coast. and Because sometimes they try and do things on their own and it doesn't always turn out the no, way it should. it doesn't. So, you have a, you have a Philly... I still think that, next, though, is a Philadelphia Shoemaker Scrapple House. That'll be next. Because <laughs> <laughs> you go any further, any further west than... Maybe have my grandmother's house. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know what scrap they is. No, no one has any idea. And then when you try and explain it to them what it is, it's you get the disgusting looks. And they well, of course no you idea. do because it's a scrap pile. It's Pretty one much. vowel away from scrap pile. Yeah. You know that's what it is. Oh, yeah, it's what's left over. What's yeah. after 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 the snouts and the guts? They sweep them after the sausage is made and they put them in a mold. And of course, Philadelphians put ketchup on it, put <laughs> hair on your chest. Well, I don't even I don't even put ketchup on it. I eat it just with a fork. Whoa. That's it. Oh, that's very chest. Thin or thick? Crispy or...? You know, oh, I do crispy. Okay. Yeah, I do a little crispy, a little crisp edge on that. Yeah. As soon as I get to Philadelphia, though, I start. I brought my son with me on this trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, he digs the whole thing. He's, yeah. He wants to run Tony Luke's out Has, in LA. Was he born out now? Out yeah, West he's Coast? Been a full Californian, but he's all Philly. He okay. wants to go to Temple. 
and he cannot wait. I said, he wants to be like his dad. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, shovel a driveway like you're probably a lazy <laughs> California little... Yeah, because you guys don't get any of that out there. No, he has no idea what it's like. As a matter of fact, we came here, it's three days after spring. And you just got snow. Wow, we well, didn't even see the snow. So he's going to see nothing. He has no idea. And even yeah. if he did, you know he'd be going from hotel room to hotel room. He wouldn't have to shovel a driveway for five bucks like I did. Yeah. Mrs. Wittis only paid me three. Still have a resentment. <laughs> Um, I want to go back to your stand-up for just a minute or two. You mentioned the Love Master. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously a character that you're well known for. Yeah. I know you 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 developed it back late '80s. Yep. And you were on tour with Kenny Loggins. Oh yes, yes. It was great because it was like summer camp for me. I would be touring with people, which you never do as a stand-up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you might run into some people, comic opening act, but then you never see them again. Yeah. But with the band, I had an audience. We'd be on the bus, plane, whatever, backstage together, and I'd be doing characters. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Love Master, do more Love Master. I wasn't doing it on stage then. On, with you Kenny were still Loggins. developing. Well, I'd do it on stages, but not with Kenny Loggins because that I had to be real clean okay. and stuff like that. So Love Master's all innuendo. And oh, yeah. It's funny because it, I, how, how life works is I did this Love Master character, and now I have this whole new life. I just finished a book that's being published, be out in beginning of June called Love Mastered. Okay. I mastered true love. Mm -hmm. I finally do have it with my wife, my children, so it's all love mastered. Everything's come full circle. That's awesome. Yeah. So and now, was the character based off of anybody that was on that tour, that you were on the tour with? Well, the Cornelius Mims a little bit. He was our bass player, yeah. So a little he, bit he, of... Little and from here, I never there. really told people what the real guy is behind it, or two guys. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's Lou Rawls, which you, okay. you might be old enough to remember. I do Lou. remember Lou Rawls. Okay. You've been with me all through all my ups and downs. <laughs> Turn around. So there's a little bit of that, and then there's uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. We're going to search every outhouse, whorehouse, henhouse. Yeah, I'm the love master, baby. Yeah. I, it cracks me up every you time. You've got a wide-angle lens, baby. Yeah. Back that up to Maniunk. Yeah. The, the other thing that I, I love about your stand-up, especially in Datitude, because you did it in there, too, is you yeah. do two other impressions that are spot on. Yeah? You do Paul in. Oh, my God, yeah. And Don Knotts, or... Barney Fife. Yeah, well, I grew up watching, you know, both Barney Fife, Mr. Furley, Mr. Limpet, mm -hmm. uh, incredible, uh, the, the reluctant you, astronaut. You worked a little bit on Pleasantville. I, I looped him in the movie okay. Pleasantville. Uh, it's called Looping. You replaced their voice. He was sick. He was very sick mm -hmm. for years. And uh, I, I got a call from someone knows I do a great Barney Fife impression. Uh, and he was editing the film and he said, hey, we not only need a narrator, so I did the narrator too. This mm -hmm. is Pleasantville. And uh, then they said, do Barney Fife, do Don Knotts, but he's really old now, so I had to voice dupe him. Mm -hmm. I had to duplicate his voice. It's a voice match. Yeah. So I actually, because I know him so well, you know, I got to know him personally, too. So he has heard the impression. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, um, I've, a lot of people, a Comic Relief in 96 was kind of one of my big breakouts. Uh, he was backstage because they were doing a Steve Allen reunion, and he was back there with Steve Allen sitting in a chair, and many people have told me this story. Mm -hmm. it's, it, I, my set seemed to like, you know, Hollywood is there, all yapping and stuff. People seemed to watch me on the monitor backstage mm -hmm. at Universal. And many people tell the story of Don Knotts, and he had bad eyes, so he's watching me on the monitor, doing him on stage live on Comic <laughs> Relief. He turns to Steve Allen, I was doing him and Floyd, I do all the cast in Mayberry, mm. and he turns to Steve Allen and he goes, 
he does me pretty good, doesn't he, Steve? And then everybody said, they just stopped doing what they are doing. They're going, they're watching so surreal. Don Knotts watching me do Don Knotts. But that's, and him critis or analyzing it. He yeah. loved it. And matter of fact, I ran into him at an autograph show. And he goes, oh, it's Craig Shoemaker. Do you do my signature too? I got to go pee. I'm tired. Sign a couple signatures for, for me, will you, Craig? So you, you got to figure that's a, that's that's got to be an honor with somebody oh, who likes yeah. that. It gives you praise for an impression. Yeah. Not well, especially when it's the guy you're doing. I'm very afraid. It doesn't go so well. Patrick Stewart. You know, I did a movie with him. I played his best friend. You know, mm -hmm. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. You know, he's the Sir. You know, he's this regal Shakespearean actor, and I'm playing the Chucklehead in Wingalungi, Michigan, <laughs> next week. You know, and we did a movie together. And the first day in the set, they go, do an impression. He'll love it. It'll be an icebreaker. So I walked home. I know him from Star Trek. Mm. I walked home. Make it so, number one. And he looks at me. You're a dick. <laughs> Make him go away. Remove him. I think he's, I think he's kind of come around, though. Because I've seen him do stuff for, for, uh, oh, for Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now he's doing a lot of stuff with Ian McKellen because he's on Broadway with Ian McKellen. He's taking all these pictures of them in like soccer uniforms when they were talking about football. Oh yeah, and he so, has a funny thing on the internet about the, the triple take. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't seen that. Yeah, no. it's him and his girlfriend and it's, yeah, he's a very funny guy. But back then he was more serious yeah. and, and we had uh, fight scenes together. And if you watch the movie, it's called Safe House. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the Safe House from the late 90s. He actually kicks my ass. Really? Like they go, well, we got stuntmen. He goes, I don't need a stuntman, do you, Craig? <laughs> Was and, it, and he like punches me, kicks me into a fern. Was <laughs> oh. this before Star Trek? Or no, after. after this was the uh, late yeah. 90s, and uh, it was called Safe House. Not the Denzel Washington one. Yeah. That one uh, would be better to have done, because this was an indie, and uh, I play his best friend like the pool okay. guy, like the Kato, like the Kato Kalin. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, you know, well, you watch, I want you to watch him actually hit me and me roll into a fern. And know now that he's actually hitting me. Yeah, he's actually, and then he, and he goes, I think we need a take two. Engage! <laughs> he didn't like my impressions. He goes, go do your little comedy skit elsewhere. That's amazing. Called though. a little comedy Yeah, because not, not everybody in Hollywood is a fan of people imitating. Even though imitation is... It's the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah, you could say that, but sometimes, you know, yeah. Magic Johnson, I'm sure he's not a fan of I've him. heard the story. Yeah, yeah. My, my, I do Magic Johnson impression. Uh, I don't know, Chris Rock, he, he's kind of a buddy. I don't know if he knows that I imitate him in my act a yeah. lot. But I, I actually, I should check with him. Yeah, I, I, some people are into it. Uh, I met Nicholson before. He's kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know. Tommy Lee, ever? No, I never. Oh, that's met. right, because you you said nobody really knows that's part of the. That's true. The love I never admitted, but I've never even told him. If I ever met him, he goes, "I like that love master." I, I would actually say, "You know, you're him." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're getting close to wrapping up. Uh, just one. I, there's one more thing I just want to bring up. You have your podcast. Yeah. You do every Wednesday. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah. And you've gotten some incredible guests. Yeah. Part Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson was one. Katie uh, Seagal. Yeah. And you the do host that. of The Bachelor, host of uh, Dance with the Stars. We have a lot of reality people on now. Mm -hmm. American Idol. My co-host now is from Survivor last year. She was a finalist for okay. fourth place. Yeah, I, Christina I, Cha. It's tough for me to watch it live because of the time. That yeah, it it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of early during the during Well, we the air uh, your time on the East Coast, 3 o'clock yeah. live. But we have, listen, it's a podcast. You can iTunes, Craig Shoemaker Show. Go to CraigShoemaker.com. You'll see all the information on it. We love it because what it does is, as you know, we don't go down the normal, I love working with this director, I don't want to hear that crap. And neither does most of America. We don't want to hear about your experience. And it's just a big ass kiss fest. Yeah. On our show, we go way deep. We uncover 
a lot of stuff and do some discovery, some um, self-exploration about our own evolution in our lives and the obstacles that we go through. Mm -hmm. How you became a comedian, you didn't become a comic from, you know, your parents telling you I love you and you're yeah. a Little League star. No, you became one because you went through some pain. Yeah, there's some deeper demons that exactly. you Exactly, and we really, we cut to that and then offer some solutions, some energetic, you know, some healing solutions and some obviously laughter, and it's yeah. called Laugh It Off. And that's what we believe in. So it's all... And that's part of the John Lovitz Comedy Network. Well, now it is. Yeah, now we're with the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Nice little studio, too. We, we Unlike other podcasts, we just listen, you can watch us. Yeah, I checked that. We I got checked, a hot, hot co-host now. I, so. I checked <laughs> one out. I think it was your most recent one. And all I know is that for the next couple hours afterwards, I had that Hall of Notes song stuck in my head. Oh, <laughs> before it. So I had that stuck in my they head did for a do while. That. I was stuck with it, too. Yeah. Did I tell the story on that show about John Oates? And I think, yeah. What I a think great you, guy. He yeah. is, and yeah, he well, they're, they're all their Philadelphia names. I know, too, so. but I didn't. He wrote me a note one time, and he goes, It's John Oates, big fan of yours. And I won't wrote back, Yeah, right. He goes, No, I got tickets waiting for you. And sure enough, he did. And yeah. I went and saw him, and we became buddies. And he ended up in my movie, Totally Baked. That's awesome. He showed up on the set, and he goes, You know, no one knows me without my mustache. We said, We got it covered. And we went over to some guy's hair, and we cut his hair and, and taped put it, it right on. We taped it on his, under his lip. We go, There you go, you got your mustache. It was black hair. And he and I, I played Hall. And he played obviously Oates, mm -hmm. and we uh, there was a guy who was too stoned. He was paranoid. He goes, I think I see Hall and Oates, and it's me with this a bad wig on. We had a girl dangle her blonde hair over me, and we're both going, Oh, here she comes. <laughs> and I think that's the song that was playing. I know. <laughs> it's such a catchy tune. He's a man eater. Oh, it was really cool. We sang it together in the movie. It's called Totally Baked. It's all about marijuana. You know, should the weed be freed? Now, we like to think that we actually helped Colorado and Washington State uh, free the weed because our, our movie uh, discusses it at length about, you know, what it really is up here. And we talk about the history. We do it in a very funny, irreverent way. And it's way R. Well, a lot of naked chicks in it. Have you ever worked with Doug Benson? He was in the movie too. Oh, he was in the movie. He's okay. in the movie too. Yeah. Because I know he's a big advocate for all that stuff. Yeah. Too, so. Ironically or strangely, I don't smoke pot anymore. Uh -huh. And uh, it all happened because I was singing that song, Joker Smoker, Midnight Toker. My mm -hmm. son, who was really little, he goes, "What's a toker?" I go, "Oh, it's someone who smokes pot." And he goes, pulls out a pot from the kitchen. He goes, "How do you smoke that?" Believe <laughs> oh, me, Daddy tried back at Temple. But anyway, so uh, we made the movie is basically trying to find out, you know, what is the story behind the why is it illegal and, mm -hmm. and should it be, you know, is it addictive? And we all of the we got we gathered all the information we could we couldn't find people that were against it, you know. There's mothers against drunk driving. There's yeah. there's no man mothers against marijuana. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist because when you drive on pot, three miles an hour, it must be in a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I found out so much about it. It was interesting, and it was also interesting to be around that many stoners who all thought that I was because I wrote the movie. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. I'm a good advocate for pot reform because I don't smoke it. Um, well, I don't, I don't smoke it either, and it's one of those things that you, you kind of get the outside look on it when you don't yeah. smoke it. I, that's I, correct, yeah. I never have smoked it. It's not anything... I'm not against it. I have Me friends either. that do. I, right. I, uh, my parents, my mother has even smoked it and right. tried to get me to... My grandma, my grandmother grew it. So, yeah. oh yeah, my sister, my sister lives in Colorado, and the moment it became legalized, yeah. they, it was. And yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's great as long as it doesn't uh, get in the way, you know, of even connection with yeah. people. Like, I think that we, I think we're too medicated in our society anyway. It's a whole other topic, but yeah. I really think that we. This is why I've laughed or heels is I think that that's a natural 
a natural thing that you can do for yourself to stay connected as human beings. I think we're too much of this, you know, with the thumbs and and the text. I sound like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 these kids with the. <laughs> I sound like Jackie Mason. <laughs> and they're with the thumbs, the top dancing, the top dancing, the top dancing on the, on the cell phone, and they don't even look at you in the eye. It's, it's, I'm going to sound like him one day, very soon. No, you're close. The, the, the impression, <laughs> at least, is pretty when good. I, when I get to these rants on, on the kids today, because I've got four of them. Well, and, it, and it's one of those things you actually touched on, and you did it in a comedic way and attitude, but yeah. it's one of the things, and I've been, I've been saying, I don't have any kids of my own, but I see it, and I've been saying the same thing. It's just, and not to get into it, but the overprotectiveness oh, of kids. Right. In, everybody gets a participation trophy. Yeah. And, and I tell oh. people, I'm like, I relate it to field day, as in, like, if if I finished first, second, or third, I got a ribbon. If I didn't, I got nothing. And you know what it didn't? Yeah. Make, you know what it made me do? It didn't make me run home and complain. It made me try harder next year. It made you run home and, faster. Yeah, <laughs> right. so that I got the medal the next exactly. year. Exactly, you work. You work for it. I mean, the kids now. I mean, we. You have to have a chart like who got them last week, yeah. and you have to give three balls away per game. And you know what they do? I had a father told me, you know what he did when he got home? He just chucked it like yeah. in the trash can because it's meaningless to them. And we have I coach football, and I'll go. This one kid keeps going down, Jakey. He keeps going down. Oh, he's got a hangnail. And they all go, take a knee, <laughs> take a knee. Like we're praying for him because he's paralyzed. He's got a cuticle problem. Are you out of your minds? And we got one kid. He's more medicated. My stoner roommate in college was more alert. <laughs> And this kid was so medicated. So we just, I think we just need to be more present. And I believe that about comedy. It's one of the reasons I'm retiring is mm. because people have no patience anymore. And I can't keep up with social networking to get people to come to my show, which I believe is one of the better shows out there because I get out there and give it all for an hour and a half. It's not quick. You have to stay. You've got to stay put. Get off your phone and let's have a good time together. And as a fan of stand-up comedy, I agree with that too because I, like people will say like, oh, you need to check out this comedian. He's on YouTube. He's on YouTube. No, if I want to see a comedian, I'm going to go to their show. Yeah, I want to support them. exactly. I, I don't want to watch their entire act. Even though you got mine on Hulu, I'll let you slide. <laughs> Are you going to come see me this weekend? Uh, I'm I'm trying. The only show oh, I was God, gonna... you sound like one of the girls I dated <laughs> or tried to date. Uh, I'll try. You know what that meant? The only show I would Not have been able shot. to do was nine o'clock, and unfortunately, it's sold out. Yes, it is. Yeah, so yeah. your six thirty show, we're going to send people to try and we want to sell your out your six. Well, show I think that's so. sold out too. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, we do real well uh, in the Philly area. And I am kind of bummed because like it's your last. Last time you're going to be in this area. It so. might be. I, I might come back. I was thinking about coming back in the winter time. Okay. Uh, as my last. I got to, you know, maybe Amy Tamini's backyard. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, just round out your entire. Exactly. Your start or, yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Or open Stop up stars start again. again. Yeah. Now, are you still going to write material and maybe perform? Well, I have a lot every... of doing. I have one What's... man shows, okay. and documentaries, films, acting. I'm still, you know, do Parks and Recreation, Bold and the Beautiful. Because I know every once in a while. Just on Awkward, that show Awkward. Okay. And, it was the weirdest call I ever got in show business. <laughs> this guy, my agent, he's a new agent. They get me out all the time on auditions. Mm. And he goes, uh, he has an accent. He goes, Luna, it's not an audition. It's awkward. And MTV, it's awkward. And I go, oh, don't be awkward with me. It's okay. <laughs> I go, uh, it was a total who's on first. And I go, it's, yeah. just give me the offer. I don't care what it is. And he goes, well, it's, uh, it, they're just coming to you. It's, it's awkward. And I go, I don't care if it's called Schumacher <laughs> Eats Ass. Just tell me what the <laughs> offer is. I don't care. It's not awkward. It went on for 10 minutes. Finally, he goes, it's a shot, top show on MTV. It's called Awkward. They're offering it to you. I go, okay, that's not awkward, but the conversation was. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, yeah, like, I, it's, I, I've actually given stand-up a shot before. I, I've uh -oh. been a fan of it before. Mm. I did it one time, and 
I, I didn't do too bad. I had a friend who was performing at Rascals Comedy Club out in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, mm -hmm. and I went out there just to see him. And he said, you know, he had, uh, you know, he, he was short an opener. Did I want to test out my material? And I was like, oh, oh my god. I was like, I'm like, I don't know any of these people. He's like, these are the best people to bomb in front of. If you yeah. Want to bomb. He's like, you want to bomb in front of a friend? Don't let it, never let you forget it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said, just go out there. He said, give me like two minutes worth of stuff. He's like, he said, go as long as you can, but give me at least two minutes. And then the moment you feel like you're losing them, just introduce me, and I'll come out. And I did ended up doing like about three and a half minutes. Yeah, so that's it, a long time. Out there, it felt like forever. It's an eternity. Yeah. But the thing about it was so like, was this interview. <laughs> I was kidding, Sorry. folks. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. <laughs> you make jokes about people, even though you met them a half an hour ago. <laughs> I gotta go do my animated show. Yeah. So I'll, so I'll get you. I'll get How you about that. It. Yeah. So I animated. Like to, I love animation. I love animation. You go in dressed. It doesn't matter how you look. Yeah, this you is what I want. Sweatpants because and Because I'm, I'm like a middle-aged dad now. I don't care how I look. I'm not looking for women anymore. Yeah. So it's like, this is my kind of gig is animation. Yeah. <laughs> Just put you me in a You go booth. in as a complete slob and you really don't have to worry about it. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we like to wrap up all of our interviews whenever we do them with a couple rapid-fire questions. You got it. Just ask them. First answer right. that comes to your mm -hmm. head. Just easy to go. Uh, number one, uh, other than yourself, what other comedians are you a fan of? Who's your, what other comedian are you a big fan of? Big, uh, big fan of Chris Rock. Okay. I think Chris Rock is uh, the Lenny Bruce Richard Pryor of his time. I think that there's no one like him. He's prolific and he delivers and it's heartfelt, it's experiential, and it, he really has the goods. Yeah. I'm a fan, so I, I yeah. agree with that. Uh, East Coast, West Coast, who has the better food? Oh, there's no question about that. That's why I bring Tony Luke's on the why West I, Coast. I, I the figure. East Coast has by far the better food. They always say it's because of the water. Yeah. Which, ironically, the water tastes like crap here. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's filtered, it tastes horrible. And if it's filtered, it goes to Wawa. Yeah, exactly. So, for the coffee. <laughs> right. But it's, I think it's what makes for the good pretzels and yeah. the good dough and things. It's the water, or as they say here, water. But uh, it is, I can't even tell you, the rolls out there, you know, you get dinner rolls. Here, you'll make a meal out of it. Yeah. Which I love when I bring my family out. I'm trying to save money. Here, just feed the bread. Stuff yourself with bread. <laughs> more bread, more bread. Yeah, I'll do that at a sushi restaurant. Yeah. Uh, just to save money. But yeah, the food is not even close. Uh, I think I already know the answer to this one too when it comes to cheesesteaks. Pat's, Gino's, or Tony Luke's. Oh my God. Yeah, I have to tell you, Tony Luke's, because I don't know if people realize this, but the, they have the genealogy of the cow. Yeah. I mean, that's. They are really, really. So much integrity goes into this. And they have their own farm. and... Uh, there's no steroids or grass-fed as it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's natural, and you can eat the cheesesteak. It's so good without cheese. Oh yeah, I mean, that's how good the meat is. It's the same goes with everything the else. You got to disguise it. You know, the pulled pork is really good at Tony Luke's. Oh too. my God, with the broccoli rob yeah. and the sharp provolone, it's phenomenal. It's the only way. I will tell you though, even though they're not a rival because they're not in Southern California, but my number one cheesesteak before that was Jim's. Oh, okay. Yeah, you forgot Jim's. I love. No, it. I didn't forget. I just wanted to big see arms you bring gets, it out. Big arms gets mad at you if you don't get it right. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so um, big dude behind it. It's I, like, it's, it's, I just heard of something for the first time the other day too. You're familiar with Lorenzo's. No. Lorenzo's Pizza on South Street. Oh, yeah. They yeah. have the massive slices. Yes, yes. There's a thing out there called a, uh, a Philly taco. Uh -huh. It's where you take half of a Jim's uh -huh. cheesesteak and you wrap it <gasps> in a slice of Lorenzo's oh my pizza. God. Only in Philly would they do that. Exactly. And it put ketchup on. Oh. <laughs> um, guilty pleasure television show that you like to watch? Oh, uh, Duck Dynasty and Tanked. Okay. Yeah. You're never, familiar with Tank? I'm familiar with Tank. I've never caught Dr. Produced by Nancy Glass Productions. Oh, Tank, one of the top shows on television. I watch with my family. Those are the shows you look for 
where you can bond with your kids and mm -hmm. have fun. Look, no reality is reality. You can no. see this. I'm a script writer. You can see, oh, this is scene one. You know, Willie walks into the Duck Dynasty Duck Commander. Yeah. Oh, he trips over an alligator that happens. You know, <laughs> you know. But, but we do love those two shows. It's just they're guilty pleasures. You know, and and Tanked is a really cool show. I have to check that one out. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Yeah. And last question. You don't have to play favorites. Okay. Favorite city to perform stand up. Oh, I won't say Philadelphia. Okay. It's actually not even top five. Really? Yeah, really. Okay. Philadelphia, believe it or not, is a strange city. There's a still the puritanical, they still have blue laws here. Remember the blue laws? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, you, can you even buy uh, liquor in a package store here? Or is it still LCB controlled? No, I don't know. It's, it's in a liquor control board. Liquor, yeah. Yeah, they don't have that throughout the country. You can drink anytime. But here is very much more conservative than you would think mm -hmm. the Bible Belt would be. But Philadelphia is, is pretty conservative. So things I get away with, I'll tell you, uh, top place is Texas, Austin, Texas. Okay. They have uh, a different feel there. I'll go with uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona. Uh, those are big ones. Raleigh, North Carolina, where okay. where I walk on stage, and in Southern California, believe it or not, is big for me. And thank God, because then I can drive to my gigs exactly. and be home you don't with have, my family. You don't have to. You can be home yeah. the same night. Just the three thousand miles. God, I love you, Philadelphia, but can you move a little closer? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I appreciate you spending all the time with me thank like you, you did today. So, uh, I want to encourage everybody out there to visit. CraigShoemaker.com yeah. and check out the Laughter Helps movement. Laughter Heals. Laughter Heals. It does help, say, I'm actually yeah. thinking about taking your name. I like that. Laughter Helps. You're, it helps, you're, too. You're, you're more than welcome And then it heals. Yeah. <laughs> so, brother. Check, out, yeah check it out. Uh, follow you on Twitter. I'm at, the Love Master. At the Love Master. That's going to change, but I'm still keeping the Love Master on Twitter because Craig Shoemaker was taken. That pisses oh, okay. me off. But, uh, yeah. And then CraigShoemaker.com. Follow me on Facebook. I'm all over Facebook yeah. as well. So, Thank you, Ben. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, thanks a lot. You got it. So. All right, guys, take care. See you later. Um